The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello, hello, hello. It's another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. That would be me. And it's lovely to have you here. If you're listening or watching, thank you. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. How are you today? I hope you're fabulous. I hope your day so far is treating you oh so well and that your week is also taking you closer to the impact that you want to make in the universe. So today, today we're talking about one of my favourite topics and that's panel discussions and in particular how you can use panel discussions to increase your authority, your profile, your credibility in your industry. Panels, I think we underestimate their power. We underestimate the power of being on a panel, but also we absolutely underestimate the panel, the um, the potential of just bringing a panel of people together, hosting an event, running a panel Zoom session. Oh my goodness! So today I want to talk about why panels are so powerful for increasing your profile, your profile in your industry, or for increasing the profile of the cause that you're passionate about. Now, I'm talking about panels today, both the ones that you get to participate in as a panelist, but also why I think you should consider pulling them together yourself. So why are panels so powerful? Well, there's a few reasons. First of all, from your audience's perspective, a panel is far more interesting than just one person espousing their views. When I think about investing my time in consuming content, whether that's going to a networking function or downloading a piece of content or rocking up for a live online session, when I think about the time that I'm going to invest in that, I'm far more likely to say hell yes to multiple people speaking because I know that I'm going to have the opportunity to sit back and kind of draw the connections between other people's ideas. I will synthesize and create synergistic opportunities myself. If one person on the panel is a terrible speaker or is boring or if I don't agree with them, that's okay because they're balanced out by the other two or three people. And I just, I'm I'm far less worried about having a substandard experience I'm, you know I'm kind of, if I'm interested in the topic I'm like yeah I want to hear those people I also think that panels are an easier and faster way for your participants for your audience to receive the impact that you're trying to make so what I mean by that is because they're hearing from multiple perspectives they're they're integrating with different parts of their brain so they're actually 
they're actually more able to kind of distill and draw conclusions and get excited and get motivated and get inspired about your topic. Whereas, again, if you're just listening to one person, it can sometimes feel like you're being lectured to. Whereas the convergence of all of those different participants' ideas and opinions and insights and perspectives can actually make for a much greater impact in a shorter amount of time. From your perspective as a participant, as someone who's pulled together a panel or someone who's participating in a panel, it's so much easier for you to make an impact because you can riff off the other panelists. You don't have to prepare a 45-minute keynote presentation. And as you bounce off the other panelists, you can articulate different elements of your argument. You can articulate different opinions or perspectives. It's just it's just such a delightful way to communicate your message. And just to make it really clear, and this is particularly when it comes to hosting your own event, it diminishes the risk. If you've got a panel of three or four presenters, all experts in their field, it doesn't matter if one's not so crash hot as a speaker. It doesn't matter if one, you know, has controversial ideas in fact all the more better for controversial ideas it doesn't matter if one person rubs people the, the wrong way you've got multiple perspectives that helps you mitigate the risk and so people are going to walk away going that was really valuable I learned something there was some really good insights there whereas if you have a single speaker event and you're, you know that speaker has an off night maybe that speaker's you or that speaker doesn't quite land their messages, then you run the risk of losing your audience. Now, if you've known of me, if you've been listening for a while, if we've met in Brisbane, then you will know that I chaired, I have chaired so many, so many panels now, and I've participated in so many panels. I've lost count. It would easily be in the hundreds, if not the thousands. I chaired the network's monthly meetings every month for a year. Hey, every Sorry, for five years. Every month for five years. That's a lot. That is a lot of panels. And what I loved about those was that I knew that every single time my audience would rock up, they would walk away with insights because they would take away, they would take away perspectives almost, almost from the spaces in between the speakers, the different perspectives, the different opinions of people bouncing off each other was gold. Another fantastic example was actually just recently in my day job in local council, we hosted an event where we were espousing the value of placemaking and in particular community-led placemaking and making more room for pedestrians, not cars. Now, that's a tough topic. That is a tough topic when people are really fixed in their mindsets around what streets should look like. But we had four different experts, all from different perspectives. Community-led engagement, we had an overseas thought leader, we had a traffic economist, we had an economist. And facilitating that panel conversation, apart from the fun that was, apart from the fact that it was so much fun, but because though all of those different perspectives all all converged from completely different starting points, but they all converged to land on the simple premise that we were trying to get across, which is community-led 
placemaking efforts drive social and economic impact far greater than any other similar effort? Our decision makers got it. Our community members got it. People understood, right, now I understand it. It wasn't just a theoretical research piece. People could feel it. They could get it because there were so many different perspectives. So I highly recommend, highly recommend you consider panel discussions as a way of increasing your profile and your credibility in your field. Now, of course, obviously, finding opportunities to speak on panels is an awesome way to increase your profile. And if you scroll back through the back catalogue of this little podcast, you'll find that on episode 51, that's 5-1, there is an episode all about how to find stages to speak on. So if you want to find panels to speak in, that is my tip for you. But bringing together your own panel, really powerful, really powerful way of establishing yourself as a thought leader and someone who's willing to bring other people along on the journey with you. And being a moderator is actually far easier than you think. You need to get clear on your key messages. You need to get clear on where you want people to land by the end. But then, as I often say to my panels when I'm preparing them for an event, it's my job as the moderator to just facilitate a conversation amongst peers. So I imagine that we're just having a fireside chat literally, that just happens to have an audience. And being a moderator, so much easier than preparing 40 minutes of your own keynote presentation that has to be engaging and thought-provoking and structured or you literally just get clear on a handful of questions and away you go. So we go deep, deep into how to pull together and moderate and participate in panel presentations in the Impactful Presenters program. So if you think this might be something that you want to pursue in your business, in your career, or in your community cause, then I highly recommend that you are on my list to receive the weekly speaker's notes email, because that is how you will receive the notification when the next program is open. So if you haven't already subscribed, head over to impactfulpresenters.com and sign up for the How to Stop Rambling ebook, which at the same time will automatically sign you up for the weekly speaker's notes. But before then, if you'd like to brainstorm some ideas on how you can use panel discussions, how you can find panel discussions, and how you can pull together industry experts to increase your profile and your authority, then head over to the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group. Literally just open up Facebook, Search for Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson and you will find the group. And let's start brainstorming. Let's start riffing about how you can use panel conversations to increase your profile. So, case hand guest, I love panels. Love, 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 love. They are easily my favourite form of speaking. Easily one of my favourite and I think most impactful ways of delivering the message and shaping hearts and minds. And they're so much fun. So much fun. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to see the conversation that you kick off in the Speaking with Confidence group. But in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you next time.